If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California will face a prolonged late summer heat wave this week with a wet, widespread triple digit temperature spreading to the North Bay by Labor Day weekend. It's going to be really spicy over the next couple of days. This is all according to the National Weather Service. Yeah, the heat, the AC, and the sweat will be pumping. Cloverdale could see temperatures in the upper 90s. Santa Rosa will see triple-digit temperatures Labor Day weekend, which would typically be around 85 degrees, according to a 30-year average. It's going to be so hot this weekend, and it's all across California, not just us. I looked at the 10-day weather forecast, and I saw it's going to be 103 on Sunday here in Santa Rosa. 103. Sounds like a lot of sweat's going to be happening. (laughs) Well, NASA called off their launch of the Artemis 1 moon rocket yesterday. NASA was unable to attempt a liftoff because of fuel leaks and an engine issue. It was rescheduled for Friday, but NASA is now saying they can't commit to that date either. The next availability to launch is 12.48 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, September 2nd. But we must uh, wait to see what shakes out from their test data they're currently gathering now and uh, the decision that's made by the launch team about where to go from here. So the mission is part of NASA's Artemis project to bring astronauts back to the moon for the first time since the Apollo program ended 50 years ago. Uh, The next backup launch window is, like you heard, Friday afternoon, but it could be delayed until mid-September or later. So if you're looking to get a moon rocket launch anytime soon, you might have to wait. It's over for Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Evans. Kelsey Ballerini made the announcement on Instagram yesterday. She said, quote, Friends, I've always tried my best to share my life with you in a real and vulnerable way. She continued to say, This is now public record, so I wanted you to hear from me directly that I'm going through a divorce. Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Evans began dating back in March 2016. Less than one year later, he popped the question on Christmas Day. They exchanged vows in Mexico in 2017, and they were married for almost five years. Now, according to multiple sources, Morgan and Kelsey have been working on their marriage for quite some time, and they have privately been separated before. And just want to say we love both of them and truly wish both of them the best. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Do you believe in astrology and zodiac signs and all that stuff? So I've been a hater of astrology for years. I never believed in it. But now, since I've been getting to know Amber the past couple years, you're making me believe in it a little bit because you talked to me about my sign, which is a Virgo. And apparently, I'm like textbook Virgo. You told me that you do relate a lot to being a Virgo, that you relate to some of the traits that it describes you, right? Yeah. So some of those traits are, you know, you're very hardworking, you're analytical, you're practical, uh, but also you can be a little shy, you can worry a lot, you're overcritical of yourself and others. Um, So basically, you're all work and no play. Yeah. (laughs) And I relate to that so much. (laughs) And when you were telling me about, like, my sign, of course, I only heard the positive and I didn't hear the negative. But now, 
that I'm thinking about the negative, it makes complete sense. But <laughs> right now, since it's quote-unquote Virgo season, we were talking yesterday off the air, and I was like, what does it mean for it to be a season? And you were telling me that apparently it's when you're your sign traits are the most uh, prominent in your life? Yeah, it, it can kind of feel like they're heightened. Yeah. So, yeah, it's when your personality and your traits really get to shine. I think I might believe in astrology now. I think you have convinced me, Amber. Uh, I mean, it's just an interesting way to look at the world and understand the people around you. Yeah. And, you know, I listen to my daily horoscope every day. It's called Aquarius Today, and it's on Spotify. And it just kind of, you know, prepares me for the day. It says, think about how you work with others today, Aquarius. And I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking about my relationships. I'm thinking about these things. My thing was, when it came to astrology, is that it was so broad. And I was like, this could apply to anyone, no matter what your sign is. But it could, yeah. It, it just goes with whatever relates to you. And maybe something doesn't, you know, knock it out of the park every single day. And that's fine. But it's <laughs> sure. just a way for us to have a, a dialogue with ourselves and how we're doing. And for yeah. that, I appreciate. Do I think the stars and everything <laughs> align in a certain way? Not necessarily, but I do think that you can take something home with you uh, when you read about and, your sign. And if, out of all the people I've ever met in my life, you are most like your sign. Yeah. I remember I told my <laughs> friend who's really into astrology, I said, I don't know if I believe in astrology and all that. And she goes, that's so Virgo of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty Virgo thing to say. But, you know, I, I, I relate to being Aquarius and, yeah. you know, you relate to being a Virgo. And these are interesting ways we can learn about ourselves. So on our Instagram, at Froggy929, we asked, do you believe in astrology? And 70% said yes. I mean, we are in Northern California. <laughs> That's true. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. So do you ever eat in bed? I know you're not supposed to, but my fiance Cole has been out of town for a few days. He comes back today. So don't try to like stalk me or come by my house or anything. He's coming back <laughs> to defend me. Uh, but yesterday I did something I normally wouldn't do. I ate a cookie in bed. Oh, <gasps> the shock and horror. It really is. Um, I was having a day and I just wanted to snuggle in bed with my dog with a Keelan Lercoy, watch Bridget Jones Diary and eat a cookie. And I wanted to do it in bed. And so I did it. I, I ended up only eating half of it because my stomach swelled up like a balloon after I started eating it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I, I did feel a little guilty because bed's only supposed to be for sleeping. Yeah. Uh, so, Tanner, do you or Cammy ever eat in bed? All the time. And while <laughs> you're talking about this, I'm feeling guilty and I'm feeling like maybe I'm a little gross. When I'm at home, I'm like the grandparents from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm yeah. in bed like all the time. And if it was up to me, I would eat Thanksgiving in bed. I mean, oh give me gosh. a full four course meal in bed and I am down in it. I mean, do you like put a towel over yourself or something to protect your bed from the crumbs or you just get crumbs in the bed and like sweep them out? Oh what yeah, do you do? totally. I just, <laughs> just kidding. No, I just put my Roomba on the bed and let it do. It. I'm just, just kidding. Okay. What do you actually do? <laughs> what I actually do is I just try to avoid <laughs> spilling on the bed. <laughs> I know that sounds so gross, but honestly, <sighs> I just enjoy eating in bed, man. I really do. It's oh nice. Gosh. Put on my show. 
I should probably go just sit on my couch and make that happen. That's kind of what I do. I yeah. just go sit on the couch. But this is like <laughs> the first time I have eaten in bed in so long. It felt weird. Now, I wouldn't use me as an example of how to live life. I'm, oh, probably, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably wise and smart that. of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it makes me feel better yeah. that I'm not the only person out there just like eating a cookie in bed, you me- know? Meanwhile, I'm eating, you know, chicken wings and wiping my fingers off on the oh comforter. My gosh. <laughs> There's ketchup everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we've got Brienne from Hillsburg on the phone. Brienne, you said your husband eats in bed. What kind of stuff does he eat in bed? Anywhere from spaghetti to chips oh. and salsa, yeah. he will eat in bed. I find crumbs in there all the time. It'd be like chip crumbs or like peanuts or like anything small that when I'm laying in bed, I roll over and I'm like, what is this? Why? I don't eat on my side of the, I I don't eat in my bed because in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and you roll and you feel something on your leg and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And you have to get up and brush the whole bed off. He never says anything. He says it's not him, it's the kids. Okay. I just found a spoon under his side of the bed yesterday when I was cleaning. <laughs> and it wasn't even a plastic one. It was an actual metal spoon. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County's number one for today's country. What's the best pumpkin spice item that you can buy? There's pumpkin spice everything. Pumpkin spice donuts, pumpkin spice muffins, pumpkin spice coffee. We get it! We just want to let you know that today is pumpkin spice latte day. Yes, the pumpkin spice latte, the PSL, is back at Starbucks. I knew it was happening sometime in August, but they really waited till the last second in August to release it. Fall season is officially here. Are the leaves on the ground? No. Are the Instagram pictures with the pumpkin spice latte up? Yes. I heard that you can get the pumpkin sauce that they put in the drinks year-round at Starbucks. Wow, my mind is completely blown. It's a secret. PSL 365. Mm, not, <laughs> you can't get the pumpkin spice latte, but you can get the sauce year out. Ooh. So if you want to satisfy those pumpkin spice cravings of yours, Tanner, you don't have to wait. I love that. What are the best and worst pumpkin spice products? So Amber, every single year we do eight days of pumpkin spice. We're bringing it back this year. If you remember back when we did it a couple years ago, what was like the best or worst product you tried? Okay, so the best to me were the pumpkin spice Twinkies. I was pleasantly surprised with those. Yeah. They were good. But the worst had to have been the pumpkin spice salsa we got at Trader Joe's. It wasn't as bad as I, I thought it would be. Yeah. But we left the whole jar in the fridge and didn't eat any more of it. <laughs> it's probably still there. Yeah, most likely, yeah. What about you? What do you think? I think the worst pumpkin spice product that we had was by far the vegan pumpkin spice deodorant. Oh, yeah. And uh, I... I was the person that put the deodorant on my body, and I had a, an allergic reaction to it. <laughs> Wasn't exactly ideal, and I still feel guilty to this day that I asked you to smell my armpits for an official smell test. It didn't even smell that great. It didn't give me the warm pumpkin spice feeling I normally get from a pumpkin product. I was also smelling your hairy armpit, so... Yeah, probably not ideal. That's not warm and comfy <laughs> to me at all. Kelly from Santa Rosa, what pumpkin spice product did you try? I tried the pumpkin spice Kit Kats last year. I was surprised at how good they were. They tasted like pumpkin pies in chocolate. Like, it was, I don't know, it was indescribable. Yeah. They are amazing, and I highly recommend those. It's gonna be a good day.
with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So social media was on absolute fire this weekend, and there is a lot to keep up with on this one. Uh, so just try. <laughs> it's I'm not kidding, it's a lot. Uh, so Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany Aldean posted a video on her Instagram of her getting dolled up and she captioned the clip. I'd really like to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I went through my tomboy phase. I love this girly life. And of course, people started chiming in. Both Cassidy Pope and Maren Morris uh, included. And Cassidy Pope said, you think celebrities with beauty brands would see the positives of including LGBTQ plus people in their messaging? But instead, here we are hearing someone compare their tomboy face to someone wanting to transition. Real nice. Maren Morris commented on Cassidy's Pope and said, It's so easy to, like, not be a scumbag human, sell your clip-ins, and zip it. So naturally, Brittany responded in a lengthy Instagram statement uh, on her Instagram story. She said, If you're silent about your beliefs because you're worried someone will be offended, then your beliefs are not that important to you, but rather what people think about you is. When you stand up for what's right and true, you receive both hate and love, but everyone will know what you're fighting for. And then finally, the girls' hubbies came to defend their women. I'm talking about Jason Aldean and Ryan Hurd. They both took to social media uh, to defend their women, with Ryan Hurd saying, getting a lot of people telling me my career is over, as if the last time Aaron spoke up about something, it disappeared. Honestly, we're pretty okay over here. Toys are Tours are good. Got a two-year-old we love. We're fine, and I promise she isn't going to shut up now. So after an angry back and forth ensued between Marin and Cassidy and Brittany Aldean and even Candace Owens chimed in, <laughs> multiple stars came to the defense of both sides. Uh, with another example, Brandy Carlisle thanking her bandmate Marin Morris for her allyship. Uh, over the years, Brandy has had to deal with her fair share of hate and discrimination as one of country music's few mainstream LGBTQ plus artists. But I got to be honest with you, this went on and on back and forth between all of these stars and different sides of the country music industry. And you can read all the tweets, check out all the links at froggy929.com and send us a message with your thoughts on everything. Facebook.com slash froggy929. Got something to say? Call me you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 18% of people do this 15 times or more per day. What is it? Here's a clue. Has germs. Here's another clue for you. Bathroom. And here is your final clue. More people did this when the pandemic began. 
Okay, what is it? Kim from Sonoma, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Wash your hands. That is correct! Yeah! Congratulations! You're going to see the Malicious Monster Truck Tour on Friday, September 16th and Saturday, September 17th. Thank you very much. Now we have a very important question for you. Who are you going to take with you? So I'm probably going to take one of my grandsons. Nice. And then pay for two more tickets. Well, congratulations. You are going to the Petaluma Speedway to see monster trucks thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner, 92.9 Froggy. Hey, y'all, this is Garth Brooks. Hi, this is Marin Morris. Hi, this is Brad Paisley. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Wishing y'all a happy Labor Day weekend. Wishing you a happy Labor Day weekend. Wishing you a happy Labor Day weekend. Yes, Labor Day weekend is this weekend. And if you were thrown into your first job today, do you think you could still do it? Here's Tim McGraw talking about his first job. Just to see you smile. There was a place called Hound Dogs Hot Dogs. Kenny Chesty, Tracy Lawrence, and I sat with guitars on stools just playing music for people that would come up and buy hot dogs. And we lived off those hot dogs. And then I, I think Kenny got us fired because there were clown heads on the trash can. And our job at the end of the night, when we finished singing, we were supposed to take the clown heads, run a chain, throw them and lock them up. And I think Kenny didn't do it one night and they got stolen and we got fired. <laughs> I remember him talking about this before. Yeah. The, the hot dogs and the clown heads and all that kind of stuff. Now... I think that's a job that Tim McGraw could definitely pick up and do anytime again. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get fired the second time around if he ever did that. But Amber, what was your first job? And on a scale from one to 10, how did you enjoy it? Uh, my first job was actually working at a radio station. I was a board operator. So I helped, you know, run the board during NASCAR races was the big one. Yeah. That was the big moneymaker for me because I'd sit there all day and run the board for NASCAR races uh, as well as like local football games, basketball games and things like that. Um, and honestly, at the time, I don't think I enjoyed it that much because I was still in high school and I'd rather have been hanging out with my friends on the weekends rather than sitting in a radio station. So I think... Um, I would say on a scale from one to 10, maybe a five because I was getting experience and it was cool to work at a radio station, but 16 year old me, I just wanted to be hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Uh, I took a job when I was 16 years old at Little Caesars Pizza. I've definitely talked about my love for Little Caesars and my first job quite a bit on the show, but I really enjoyed working at Little Caesars. Do I think I could pick up, like if I had to work a shift at Little Caesars tonight, how would I do? I don't think I would do very well (laughs) because like each store has its own system and oh my gosh, I would ruin so many pizzas. On a scale of one to 10, I think I would give it a six. I really enjoyed my first job. Okay. was really fun on our froggy facebook page we're talking about our first jobs here's what you said uh so michelle from petaluma says parkway auto movies in petaluma that sounds cool really cool first job uh matt from santa rosa said lakeside deli it's now yogurt time across the street from howarth park Oh, it's it's funny how things change from yeah. when it's our first job to how who we are today. Uh, Deanna from Hidden Valley Lake says, Bunny's County Kitchen. I worked as a bus girl. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. So have you ever had to handle a bully? You had to confront them or defend yourself, want to know what happened? Tanner and I recently off air were sharing some 
bullying stories with each other. <laughs> I guess just relive trauma, no big deal. Uh, and I tried to play with this group of girls at recess, probably like second or third grade. And I climbed up on the play structure. And this girl named Brianna pushed me off the play structure. It's messed up. And then when I was laying on the ground, she proceeded to hop off the play structure and continue to torture me. <laughs> And so I stood up and I tried to like kick her away and she did some sort of like karate quick move and grabbed my foot as I tried to kick her and she slung me into a tree. Oh my God. I know. At like, like eight years old. I was dying. What is this, Cobra Kai? It felt like it. <laughs> and it's funny now thinking about it, but at the time I, I just could do nothing to defend myself. Because I swear that she took karate lessons or something. Had to. Uh, but all I was just trying to do was play with another group of girls. And it just, it, she didn't want it. Yeah. She's like, no, you're not going to play with us. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just get physically tortured and go away. Kids can be <laughs> so mean sometimes. Intense. Wow. I, I don't know what, you know, possesses someone to result to physical violence in the second grade. But Tanner, I know that you've had to deal with bullies before in school. Yeah. So, you know, did you ever have to defend yourself against a bully? What did you do? Conrad Rath, I'm coming for you right now on the radio because you came after me every single day in gym class. Every single day? Every day. This guy would throw basketballs like as hard as he could at my face. Oh, I hated kids that did that. I was uh, squatting like in the gym section and he pants me in front of everybody. <gasps> yeah, this guy was a jerk. So uh, I definitely couldn't. Conrad, what is wrong with you? I couldn't defend myself against this guy. Apparently my older brother bullied him. And so when my brother uh, left, he bullied me. Oh, no. And this was payback. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. It really, it sucks being the youngest brother when I'm your oldest, you older that. brother was mean to other people. Um, but what I did is he n didn't have a lock on his gym locker. So I would take his stuff and I did this for about a week and I would put it in different lockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty innocent. And once he figured out it was me, he was like, all right, you're okay. No. And that was it. And I was like, That's all I had to do. You yeah. tortured me for an entire semester. You had to prove yourself. And apparently... I guess. To Connor. I, Conrad, I didn't have, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, Conrad. Such a jerk. I mean, maybe that's why he was upset, because his name was Conrad. <laughs> uh, so we've got, we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Santa in the morning, have you ever had to confront or defend yourself against a bully? What happened? So we did get a couple of comments. Like Daryl from Runner Park said, about two years after high school, I ran into a bully from school at a store. He walked up to me and tried his usual high school bully stuff. Initially, I tried to just walk away. When he put hands on me, I retaliated, defending myself, of course. Needless to say, he learned real quick and I wasn't the same kid from school. Oh. Nearly 10 years later, he found me on Facebook and apologized. Good. Yeah. Apologies are necessary. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Want to say congratulations to everyone who completed the Santa Rosa Marathon over the weekend. It was the pre-qualifier for the Boston Marathon. There's also a 5K and 10K that took over all of downtown Santa Rosa. I was trying to drive to Max to have some breakfast Sunday morning. When, oh, all of 4th Street is closed down. Okay, so the opposite of a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people that ran in that marathon. Yeah. It looked wild. And I drove by, saw people running, and I was like, man, I, uh, that made me tired. Yeah. I need to go lay down. <laughs> so here's a question. What could you do a marathon of? Because a marathon of eating pizza, I could easily knock that out. 
Yeah, the only kind of marathons I participate are like reruns of The Office and Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Those are the only types of marathons <laughs> I'm talking about that I could participate in. It's it's a couch marathon. Yeah, otherwise, not for me. Running <laughs> running long distances for a really long time is not for me. Our old coworker Dano used to do it all the time, and Mm-mm. like Tanner said, it looks like it hurts. It does. <laughs> and the marathon that I would participate in, would hurt me too if I ate that much pizza. pizza. Yeah. And honestly, I've thought about doing a food triathlon where you run to different stations. Maybe not that far. Maybe it's like 10 feet and you're supposed to eat pizza. Then you're supposed to eat wings and drink a beer. That sounds fun to me. Yeah. uh, The IPA 10K is something my friend Sydney just did. And uh, I I think you just drink beer at the end of it. Yeah. I don't know if in that one you stop and drink beer, but that sounds miserable. Amber, if you... If I started training now, do you think I could do the IPA 10K next year? Do you think I would survive it? Sure. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to start training. I I think you could do anything you set your mind to. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. (laughs) Just got a message from Brandon in Santa Rosa. He says that he did the Santa Rosa Marathon and he still can't feel his legs. (laughs) (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Jim from Runner Park, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works, Jim. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Jim, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half-a-point bonus? No, you know what? I'll just I'll just leave that uh, half-a-point bonus alone. I'll beat her on uh, sheer skill. Oh, my gosh. All right. Jim doesn't want his half a point bonus. Believes in his skills. Amber is out of the studio. Jim, here's question one. Chris Rock said he turned down an offer to host another award show. What was the last award show that Chris Rock hosted? Oh, geez. Sammy? That is incorrect. Question two. Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Evans are getting divorced. True or false, they were married for over a decade. False. Correct. Question three. Ricky Gervais banned Ice from a recent comedy show. Ricky starred in the British version of a very popular American show. The American show had characters named Michael, Dwight, and Pam. Jim, what show am I referring to? I got no idea. That's okay. Question four. Luke Bryan says that his mom likes to spend his money. True or false, Luke Bryan has a tattoo for his mother. I'm going to say false. Correct. And question five. Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase are going to be in R.L. Stein's Zombie Town. R.L. Stein was the author of what famous book series? I got, I got no idea. That's okay. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Mm. All right, Amber. Jim from Runner Park didn't want to talk smack, but he did get two out of five today. Okay. Can I get that half point? No. Nope. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Amber, you ready? (laughs) Yes. Question one. Chris Rock said he turned down an offer to host another award show. What was the last award show that Chris Rock hosted? The Oscars. Correct. Jim got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Jim, the famous slap. I know. I remember the slap. (laughs) (laughs) Question two. Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Evans are getting divorced. True or false, they were married for over a decade? False. That is correct. 
Jim got that correct as well. Amber, you're up two to one. Question three. Ricky Gervais banned Ice from a recent comedy show. Ricky starred in the British version of a very popular American show. The American show had characters named Michael, Dwight, and Pam. Amber, what show am I referring to? The Office. Correct. Jim got that incorrect. You are up three to one. Question four. Luke Bryan says that his mom likes to spend his money. True or false, Luke Bryan has a tattoo for his mother. I'm going to say true. That is incorrect. He has one for his wife, Caroline, but not for his mom. Oh, well, he should. (laughs) The score is three to two. Jim got that correct. In question five, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase are going to be in R.L. Stein's Zombie Town. R.L. Stein was the author of what famous book series? Goosebumps. That is correct. The final score, Amber wins four to two. Jim from Runner Park, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. That I failed miserably at the Amber Showdown. <laughs> you have to say, I'm not smarter than Amber. I can't do it. You have I'm to. I'm not smarter than Amber. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to see the Wonder Bread 5. Woo! Oh. Guys, are the greatest. You are going to see Wonder Bread 5 at Twin Pine Casino thanks to which morning show, Jim? Froggy with Amber and Kenny. How much money do you think you should have in your emergency fund? This is fun. A survey this spring found that 49% of Americans wouldn't be able to cover a $400 emergency expense. Yeah. So for a new study that's not really enough anyway, uh, the real target should be $1,400. And I thought this was funny because I have $400 for my emergency money right now. Yeah, that's good that you have emergency money stashed away. Yeah, but it's not enough. (laughs) I'm realizing that it's not enough. It's not a good sign when you're $1,000 short. Oh, well, the company is called Lending Club. They found the hypothetical $400 number isn't enough to cover those big unexpected costs anymore. Dang. So we we have to save the average of $1,447. I'm embarrassed to, to say able. this, but the amount of money I have in my emergency fund right now, $0. Zero? I have $0 in my emergency fund right now. I mean, I have credit cards that I can use. However, that's not really stashing away money. Those are just payments for later. Yeah, and think about things we need an emergency fund for. We need it like in case our tire goes flat. That's that's a pretty recent case of yours that I can think of, right? I just had to pay out of pocket for that one. Yeah. And I was kicking myself for not having some type of emergency fund. Or if your dog Remy gets sick. Exactly. Or if you get sick. You know, it's good to have that money stashed away. Yeah, and luckily I'm not, both of us, we're not homeowners, so if something breaks, we can just call maintenance, <laughs> which is the beauty of renting. Right. Uh, but that just goes into the whole like saving money, wanting our own stuff thing. And, you know, maybe putting money in an emergency fund takes away from the savings fund that we need to want to buy a house or buy a car. Yeah. La, 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 la. I'm going to have hard. to try to because you can do an automatic deposit from your paychecks to go in a savings account that you can't don't have access to. I'm going to do that. I think that's like the ultimate way to do it. Don't have access to? Well, you what do. You need it. But it's not easily accessible. What do you have to do? 
I think I just have just to like, talk to our HR person about <laughs> No, I mean, like, how do you get into it? Is it behind a vault, lock and key? You have to, like, do an escape room to find the key to get to your savings account or something? Why can't you ac- access this? <laughs> you have to go and find a treasure chest in the Russian River, and that's how you access it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so how much money do you think should be in an emergency fund? We'd love to hear from you, so give us a call. 707-636-1467. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.